0: Welcome back to Maya, my yoga audio, dear listeners. I'm your host, Megan Morgan, and today I wanted to offer you another slightly meditative and gently guided practice with sound, similar to what we did in practicing Yoga Basics 3. I've received some feedback from you that of the three practice sessions I've recorded so far, this one has been the one you enjoyed the most. So... We're including another sound element this time too. Again, generously provided by Narak Mirce from Music of Wisdom at musicofwisdom.com. The melody is called Deep into Nature, and I hope you will enjoy it. Just a little reminder before we begin to have any props that you might need, such as a block, pillow, strap, or a bolster nearby if you have them or think you'll need them. I wanted to let you know that the inspiration for this practice today came to me while I was reviewing some of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali recently. The Yoga Sutras of Patanjali is a collection of 195 Sanskrit sutras, which are aphorisms on the theory and practice of yoga. The Yoga Sutra was compiled sometime between 500 BCE. And 400 CE by a sage in India named Patanjali. He synthesized and organized this knowledge about yoga from even older traditions and some estimate that this information he'd gathered had been around for an additional 700 years before that. Most yoga teacher trainings will include some form of study of this text or will at least encourage its reading. And don't worry, I won't spend too much time on it right now. I just wanted to point out several phrases which stuck out to me as being important at this time and which I want to focus on as the basis for our practice today. So chapter two of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali is called Sadhna Pada, and this translates loosely into English as on practices for being immersed in spirit. So verse three says... There are five primal causes of suffering. One, ignorance of your true self and the value of spirituality. Two, egoism and its self-centeredness. Three, attachment to pleasure. Four, aversion to pain. And five, clinging to life out of fear of death. A little further along, verse 11 then says, These variations and causes of suffering are reduced or overcome through meditation. So this is what I wanted us to keep in mind today as we open up to ourselves, to each other, and to our practice. Just by making the commitment to practice today, you're valuing your true self and recognizing the importance of some form of spirituality in your life. Meditation is not about ego. Generally, no one sees you doing it. It's not a competition. And while you are centering yourself in one way, it is not self-centering in an egotistical way. Some of you may find that meditation is very pleasurable. Others may feel that it is too difficult or even painful. So letting go of your preconceived notions about what pleasure or pain and meditation are, is a big step. And finally, the clinging to life out of fear of death. So each of us has a chance to begin again after every practice. To practice yoga and forms of meditation is to die a little and renew a little each and every time. Many of us live our lives running from the idea of death because it scares us this unknown and seemingly final stage of our existence. But if we do that, we do clutch or cling to our lives rather than live them, enjoy them, and share them fully with those we love and connect with. So for today, let's regard this practice as embracing being alive. Each breath, each inhale, each exhale is sacred. Each movement is conscientious and unhurried. This time is your own. Nothing more and nothing less. So let's begin. Let's arrange ourselves so that we're in child's pose or balasana on your mats. You might recall that this involves kneeling down, bringing your knees nice and wide, as wide as your mat, And then letting your upper body come down onto the floor between your knees you can rest your elbows on the floor or if possible come all the way down and rest your head onto a block or the mat itself once you reach your version of this pose take five deep breaths and let those first two or three breaths be drawn in through your nose and out through your mouth as a form of release And next we're going to slide forward onto our bellies and let your legs come out behind you and come to rest on your elbows for Sphinx pose. In Sphinx pose, your elbows are directly underneath your shoulders and your palms are facing down. If this is too intense on the low back, widen your elbows and lower the upper body down until you can find a backbend that feels doable for five more breaths as well. You can even keep your palms down on the mat and just lift the head and the neck ever so slightly on a breath in and then lower back down on the breath out. For these five breaths, try to keep the breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. This is your Ujjayi breath or ocean breath. From here, slide yourself back gently into child's pose position and take a breath or two here, letting yourself settle back into this form. Next, let's reach around with your left hand and see if you can touch your left foot behind you. And on a breath in, start to rise up onto the knee still touching the left foot with your left hand, but you're going to reach skyward with your right hand and your arm. So the left hand is touching the left foot, probably most likely the heel, and the right hand will reach towards the ceiling. Pull your belly in and push your hips forward. Your gaze can stay straight ahead or maybe you wanna look back behind you. This position feels too challenging for you. It is a backbend. Just do what you can. Maybe your hand is not touching your back foot. Maybe just your right arm is reaching up high. Just open your arms however you can and get a big breath in. And then on the breath out, come back to your child's pose. Now, reach around with your right hand. See if you can touch your right foot behind you. On that breath in, start to rise up onto the knees, still touching the right foot with the right hand, and then you're going to reach skyward with your left hand and your arm. So the right hand is touching the right foot, probably the heel, and the left hand is reaching towards the ceiling. Again, this is a back bend, it's a slight twist, so pull your belly in, push your hips forward. Your gaze can focus straight ahead or maybe you close your eyes or maybe you even wanna tip your gaze back and look behind you. And once more, if this position feels too challenging for you, do what you can. Maybe your hand is not touching your back foot and maybe just your left arm is reaching up high. Just open your arms nice and wide however you can. Get a big, big breath in. And then on that breath out, come back to your child's pose. And now for 10 more breaths, continue to do this movement from side to side. So on a breath in, lifting up. And on a breath out, coming back to your child's pose follow the rhythm of your breath trying not to rush it and adjust to your natural tempo in this moment and at this time see if you can bring that breath right down deep into your belly you'll feel the belly push out slightly with the power of that breath in and then pull it back towards the spine as you exhale and lower back down to the mat. Keep going, breathing in to rise, breathing out to come back down. Feel the lift in your chest too as you rise up, the arch in your spine. Feel the full extension into the neck and right through the top of your head. As you build your energy and work with your breath this is your prana prana is your life force and this process of conscious breathing is called pranayama after you've completed your 10 breaths in this movement come forward onto your hands and knees Place the palms directly under the shoulders and the knees directly under the hips. Do a few rounds of cat-cow to start moving your spine in a slightly different way than we just did. Breathing in to drop the belly and look up, arching the spine into cow pose. And then as you breathe out, round the spine like a cat and gaze at either your navel or between the knees. Doing this three or four more times. Next, we're going to turn our gaze towards our right shoulder. And then see if you can aim your hips towards the left. So you're coming into a slight twist here. Looking right with your eyes, but hips rolling towards the left. Inhale and come back to center and then switch your sides. So now you're looking over your left shoulder and the hips go over towards the right. Doing this spine awakening movement a few more times. Inhaling to look, exhaling to come back to center. Inhaling to look, exhaling to come back to center. Inhaling to look. look and exhaling to come back to your center. Now, place the palms onto the mat firmly, curl the toes under behind you and come up into downward facing dog. Take your time, pedal it out and take three deep breaths. and inhale lift your right leg up behind you nice and high and then bend the knee of that right leg let the right foot drop towards the floor a little bit but you're not actually touching the floor you're just dropping the foot enough to bring some weight into that side and to open up your right hip thigh and the belly this position may be too intense or even impossible for you but don't worry just maintain an even palm pressure between both hands for one more breath in and one more breath out. Feel that opening. Lengthen the leg, bring it back down, returning to downward facing dog. Take three deep breaths. I'm not going to stay here too long. Don't worry. I know you're feeling the intensity of this. So as you're ready, lift the left leg on an inhale and then bend the knee of that left leg. Same like the other side, let that foot drop towards the floor a little bit, not actually touching the floor, just enough to bring some weight into that left side. Open up your left hip, your thigh, and the belly. And once more, this may be intense, even too intense or impossible. So don't worry, just do what you can and maintain that even palm pressure Between both hands for one more breath in and one more breath out and then let's lengthen that leg one more time and return to downward facing dog and then gently slowly come down to your knees resting in closed knees child's pose for five breaths letting your torso just drape over your legs resting your forehead on the mat or on a block or a pillow. When you feel ready to come up, just rise up slowly onto your knees. I'm going to suggest staying here on your knees for the next five minutes of our practice, just sitting on the back of your calves and your feet. If you are uncomfortable or in any pain from this position, consider bringing in a block cushion or pillow between your hamstrings and your calves to help with this. If it's impossible for you to remain on your knees, find another seated position that you can maintain for five minutes. Once you've found your kneeling or seated position that you can maintain for a few moments, close your eyes and take a big breath in and reach your arms and hands towards the ceiling and then bring the palms together at your heart center and take three breaths in and three breaths out. Your choice as to whether you want that to be Ujjayi in through the nose and out through the nose or whether you need a release in through the nose and out through the mouth. Next, let's bring our hands down to our belly and you can either layer your palms one on top of the other or just place them each on your belly without touching each other, your choice. Kind of see what feels the most intuitive and natural for you and on a breath in feel your belly rise up to meet your hands maybe you even move the hands a little further away to encourage the belly to rise more deepening your breath and on a breath out feeling the belly retract back towards the spine and then the hands move in too Try this a few times with your own natural rhythm of breath. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Now, still keeping your hands on your belly, Try to slowly increase the rate of your breath, keeping it just in your nostrils. It will be more rapidly going in and going out. So we're going to try something here because it would be hard for you to hear me sampling my breath right now in my nostrils. So I'm going to play a metronome sound that's going at 75 beats per minute. See if you can get your breaths in to match each tick of the metronome. Your inhales will definitely be longer than your exhales. We'll try this for 30 counts and try to keep your hands lightly on your belly the whole time. So sitting on the knees and with the spine nice and tall, are you ready? Chances are your heartbeat is going a little faster. You may feel slightly dizzy or even lightheaded. So feel free to keep your eyes closed or open them gently and look around if you need to focus on something to ground you again. Take your time. Maybe bring a hand to your heart and one hand to your belly. And just breathe normally again without effort or any specifics. From here, we're going to come onto our seats on the mat and stretch our legs out long in front of us. After sitting on your knees for the last few minutes, this is likely to feel good. So sway side to side on your bum cheeks for a moment make that space for your sitting bones to really connect down with the mat if it's difficult for you to sit up straight in this position bring in a block cushion blanket or even a bolster underneath you for some support then let's sit up tall and once again reach the arms up towards the sky still reaching up roll your shoulders back and down Feel your shoulder blades roll towards each other on your back body and that your fingers get really long. On your next breath out, start to hinge forward from your hips, reaching your arms and your hands towards your legs in a forward fold. And it doesn't matter how far you reach or whether you touch your knees, your toes, or even go past your feet. Just find the fold that works for you Maybe you can even bring in a block or a pillow underneath your chest for some support there. Or if you're super flexible, you can bring in a block behind the soles of your feet so that you can reach a little further. What do you need from this fold right now? We're going to stay in this position for a few minutes and you might find that it changes over time. You may start to fold deeper, or you may find that you went too far and that you need to ease off. See if you can close your eyes and be with the sound and your body for 10 deep breaths. And very slowly, start to lift up out of your forward fold. You can use your hands to support you, making the movements that you need. And bring the soles of your feet together and let your knees open up wide. Try not to bounce them. Instead, if you like, you can apply a gentle pressure with your palms or your elbows to help stretch out the inner thighs and take five deep breaths here. And from this position, let's roll back onto our spines and hug the knees in close to your belly chest and your torso you can use your hands or even hold on to the opposite elbows if that's available to you just holding and rocking yourself for a few moments from this position let's bring our feet back down to the mat and keep the knees bent and start to twist so that your knees are stacked on top of one another and may lower towards the mat on the right-hand side. With the upper body, open your arms as wide as they will go and open your palms towards the ceiling. If it's possible, turn your chin towards your left shoulder. This is a full body twist that lets gravity help do some of the work for you. On a breath in, feel the belly and the chest lift. And on a breath out, feel everything sink back down. As you rest in this twist, what can you let go of in these moments? Thinking back just ever so lightly to those sutras of Patanjali. Is there anything that you're clinging to right now that in this moment, you can let go of and take five deep breaths on your next inhale bring the knees back up through center and switch your sides letting the bent and stacked knees fall over towards the left side and onto the mat. Your arms will open wide once more, and you're turning your head towards your right shoulder this time if possible. If this is not possible with your neck, you can either face the same way as your knees or just straight up. Just choose one consciously and allow gravity to work its magic on the breath in feel the belly and the chest lift up and the arms get wider the palms open even more and on the breath out gravity takes a turn to help you out pulling everything back down and again returning to what can you let go of now in this moment any suffering any notions of Feeling different than just being in this moment at this time. Five deep breaths. Come back to center with your knees and once again let's bring the soles of our feet together and let the knees go wide so this time we're laying down and this pose is called supta Baddha konasana or butterfly pose and feel your spine on the mat all your shoulders back and down see if you can feel their presence on the mat and i'd also encourage you to bring one hand to your belly and one hand to your heart and just let the knees hang heavy opening the insides of the thighs the hips and all those muscle connection points between where the thighs meet the hips let's go on a journey here together as you ease into this hips opening pose and let's imagine that you are stepping into a green forest. As you look down beneath your bare feet, the grass is soft and slightly warm with sunlight. You wiggle your toes and you can detect just a little bit of moisture from a recent and light rain still settling in on the forest floor. As you look to your left, can see the sunlight filtering through the trees, and you can distinctly feel both a cool and a comforting breeze and the warmth of the sunlight. As you step forward and look to your right, you see a giant tree, one bigger than all the rest, with bark so thick and ancient, there are more grooves to see and feel on it than you can count. As you step towards the tree, you feel a vibration near your left ear and look to see a beautiful bird flying by. In that moment that you see it though, it seems to almost stop and move in slow motion as it goes by you. So you can see each flap of its wings, the intricacies of its beak and its eyes, the delicate nature of its feet, And finally, the distinctness of its call. It's almost like it's specifically calling out to you. Is it? It lands and perches perfectly in that grand old tree and blinks, looking at you carefully and you look carefully back at it. What do you see? What do you notice about this bird? Its features, its colors, its sounds? After a few moments, another sound catches your attention behind you, but yet slightly deeper into the forest. You pause to rest your hand on the trunk of the grand tree and look up at your special bird friend one more time before you turn and step further into the woods towards the sound you heard, but that you don't yet recognize. As you step, you can feel your feet sinking into the soft earth and grass ever so slightly. But then when you look behind you, your foot indentations are gently erased as the forest floor returns to its undisturbed state all on its own, it seems. The sound you couldn't recognize at first is now getting a little bit louder. It sounds like water, like a stream or maybe a river. And as you round the next bend in the forest path, you see a glimmer of it through the leaves of the trees. What color are those leaves and what do the trees look like? Moving closer. The trees now give way to shrubs, the shrubs to low grasses, and finally the banks of the waterway. Is it trickling, rushing, or roaring by you? Another sound now catches your ear and it sounds like a twig snapping. But when you turn to look, downstream towards where the body of water is flowing you realize it is the crackling of a small fire that you see right there right by the banks of the water is a small glowing fire it looks and smells welcoming there is a figure sitting there tending to it and looking out over the water with a slight smile on their face. They turn to you now and extend that smile over to you also. What do they look like? What do you see and feel when you look at them they've extended an invitation for you to come over. And so slowly, you start to walk towards the figure and the fire by the water. You can feel your toes sinking into the sand along the water's edge. And every once in a while, you can also feel a soft and cool pebble brush the soles of your feet as well as you move along. It takes you several more steps to reach the figure and the fire and when you reach them, they extend a tall glass of clear water for you to drink. When you reach for it, your fingers briefly touch for a moment and there is a slight spark of electricity of knowing that is exchanged between you. But before you raise the glass to your lips, you gaze deeply into each other's eyes again. You're looking for reassurance. So study the details of their face, their eyes, their features, their self. The reassurance and recognition ultimately is there, tenfold, drink and be well, they say. And so you do. And as you drink, the water goes down with each swallow feeling like an elixir of golden proportions. It is sweet, it is fresh, it is soft. It is coating the walls of your throat and stomach with glistening awareness and nourishment. Your entire being from the inside out begins to feel it's somehow simultaneously warming, cooling, and tingling effects from head to toe. When you look around you, the entire environment comes into even more sharp focus and alignment. Your breath is easy and deep. When you look back towards the figure by the fire, they now extend a hand to you and you take it. The feel of their hand in yours is comforting, strong and wise. Looking deep into one another's eyes with recognition once more, the figure tells you that it is time to lie down and rest. And so you do right there, beside the gently crackling fire, with the sounds of the water going by, the sounds of the forest around you, and the comfort and presence of this dear and longtime friend. And as you start to stretch your legs long into your shavasana or resting pose, you can feel your body sink into the sand. Your old friend comes right next to you once more and smiles down at you. And then they reach into one of their pockets and pull out something that they want to show to you, something that they think you need to see as a reminder of your connection to each other and to this special place where you have finally met once again. What is it? Do you recognize it, or are they showing you something new or unexpected? Memorize the details of this precious gift. Once you have retained this information solidly in your memory bank, just nod and smile and acknowledgement and a thank you to your good friend and close your eyes, allowing yourself to fully sink into this perfect moment. If you feel chilly, maybe your friend gently covers you with a soft warm blanket to ease you into your rest. If you feel warm, Maybe your friend creates a slight breeze that you can feel on your face with something they have found nearby in the forest. And just rest here now for 10 more minutes, allowing yourself to be in this secure company and sinking deep into yourself and this experience. I'll be here to guide you back out when it's time. Taking your time, start to find yourself coming back into the room if you drifted off and away somewhere. You can start by wriggling your toes, maybe turning your head gently side to side. Perhaps you stretch your arms up high and long over your head and pull one wrist and then the other, rolling the ankles and flexing the toes and start to roll over onto one side, bringing your knees in close to your body and resting your head right in that perfect little V or crook of your elbow for a few breaths. Maybe you can still feel your special friend from the fire with you, but slowly start to feel your body your consciousness and your heart coming back into this physical world. And when you feel ready, support yourself with your hands to come up into a comfortable seated position. And sitting up nice and tall once more. And on a breath in, reaching your arms up high above you one last time. And bring the palms together and to your heart center as you breathe out. Take a moment to bow your head towards your fingers and have a moment of gratitude. It can be for anything, for your practice, for yourself, for your friend that you met in your practice. Is it a friend? Is it your higher self? Is it both? maybe it was a long lost loved one what is it for you on your next inhale raise your pressed palms from your heart to your forehead specifically the space between your eyebrows that is known as your third eye and the seat of your intuition and acknowledge that special space for you and trust that it will continue to guide you towards what you need to know on a breath out, we bow forward, acknowledging our practice, ourselves, our community, our teachers, all who have come together to result in the beauty of this one perfect moment. And as you rise back up, slowly start to blink and open your eyes to look around you and to see and tune into how you feel. It might feel right to journal for a little while now after your practice, or maybe you want something to drink or to eat. Listen closely to what your mind and your body are telling you about what you need right now and honor that. And as we close out today's practice, I'd love again to remind you to please share your feedback questions and revelations with me at myyogaaudio at gmail.com and be sure to follow us along on instagram at my.yoga.audio for visual practice tips special maya perks and discount codes let's keep connected and continue to build this community one step at a time and until we're here together again Keep listening closely, expanding exponentially. It's always a good time for your mind to be on the map.